0: Good morning. good morning, or should I say, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. i tell you what, you got, that was awesome. I don't think I've ever said something and responded back that well. But it is good to see everybody here this morning. Thank you all that came and joined us for breakfast and helped cleaned up afterwards. Um, what does it say? Many hands make for light work. So that was definitely evident today as everybody was running around getting everything cleaned up so that everybody could attend the service. Thank you so much for doing that. If you are visiting with us today, please take an opportunity to fill out a visitor's card. You'll find them in the pew in front of you. Just place them in the offering plate as they're passed later in the service. We just want to have a record of your attendance. Also, if you did not get a candle, raise your hand. If you do not have a candle, raise your hand because you're going to need that later in the service. Everybody back there get one? Okay. We're good, Terry. Thank you. Just a few announcements. Today is Christmas Eve. During the Christmas break, we do not have regular services. We will not have Wednesday night services for the next two weeks while the kids are out of school, enjoying the holidays. Take time. Spend time with your family. However, next Sunday morning, New Year's Eve, we will have regular services that morning. Okay? That's the only regular services. Also, the church office will be closed. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. Okay, we will be back open Thursday, but Wednesday or Monday for Christmas, and the next two days after that, we will be closed in the office. If you still need me, please give me a call. I just will not be in the office on those days. Um, I believe that's all of the announcements. So, if you would please join me in prayer as we begin our service today. Our blessed Lord, today is Christmas Eve and we have gathered together as your people to worship you, the Messiah. And dear Lord, you tell us that if two or three are joined together in your name, that you will be in the midst of them. And we know that you are here with us today. Dear Lord, we have a lot to do today, but we ask that You take control of this service. Dear Lord, as we celebrate baptism this morning, as we celebrate communion this morning, dear Lord, may it all point to You, the One that dwells among us. Dear Lord, as we look at Scripture today, may we understand that You cannot separate the manger and the cross and the empty tomb. They all three go hand in hand as part of Your plan to redeem us from our sin. Dear Lord, we praise You for that. As we celebrate the coming of our Messiah, help us to realize the purpose of why You came. Have your way with us today and it's in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ our Savior we pray. Amen. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you again for coming to Crestview with us today. If you're here... We are. We get to do something extra special this morning. I would like to introduce to everyone Miss Sadie Graham. Miss huh? <clears throat> Sadie has been with us for quite some time, and it wasn't too long ago she came. Her and her mom came and. She had made a decision to follow Jesus at home with her mom. And uh, she wanted to follow that through with baptism. And we are so glad to have you today, Sadie. So all I really need to ask you, and you say, I do if you do, do you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and that he died and rose again for you on the cross so you could spend forever with him? She said, I do. You guys didn't hear that. And so, come here, girl. With that, Profession of faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior—the one this season is all about. Sadie Graham, that arm right here. I both arms right here. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And all God's people said.
0: A Christmas Eve service than baptism. As I guess, where's Sandra? Oh, you're on the piano. Doug's gonna lead it. As Doug comes up and gets ready to lead us, just an announcement. If you notice down in front, we have the manger. And after our regular offering, we are going to have a a special offering for the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering. Our goal as a church is $5,000. We are currently sitting at $4,800. $200 from our goal. So we're going to have a time of special offering as we bring, just like the wise men, bring our gifts and lay them in the manger after we take up our regular offering. So as we sing this song and our ushers get ready to come during the song. A gift for the Lottie Moon Christmas offering you can come and lay it in the manger
1: pray with me please most holy and gracious father lord we thank you so much for the wonderful gift the immeasurable gift of your son on that first christmas day and now as we've gathered up our tithes offerings and our special offering we simply ask that you'd help us to use it for the furtherance of thy kingdom to do more and beyond what we could imagine with these funds that you've given us and help us to be good stewards as we move forward for it's in christ's holy name we pray amen
2: i
0: I'm used to hiding behind that big old pulpit up here, so this is going to be a little bit different. It's Not like I stay behind it anyway, but <clears throat> well, if you see the title of the sermon today, Jesus is our hope, peace, joy, and love. Today is the last day of Advent, the fourth Sunday of Advent, so today is the day that we light the candle of love, but I want us to understand why we say that Jesus is our hope, peace, joy, and love. And to do that, we have to understand why He came. Because if God had not sent His Son to this earth, nothing would have changed. Not a thing. We would still be lost in our sin. And we would be separated from God. So I'm going to use a little bit of a different Scripture than normally you would hear on a Christmas Eve service. I want you to turn to Revelation chapter 21. And as I read the first four verses of chapter 21 of Revelation, I want you to stand in honor of the reading of God's Word. And this is what the Apostle Paul writes in this Scripture here. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and He shall dwell among them, and they shall be His people, and God Himself shall be among them. And He shall wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall, be, shall no, there shall no longer be any death, there shall no longer be any mourning, or crying, or pain. The first things have passed away. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank You for what we see John writing here. The fulfillment of, of our hope, our peace, our joy, and our love through Jesus Christ. Looking forward to that day that there is no more pain, no more death, no more sin. Dear Lord, we thank You for what is promised in Your Word. Speak through me today and it's in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ our Savior we pray. Amen. So the first thing is this. Is that Jesus is our hope, and we represent that by the hope candle. This is what we see recorded in John, or excuse me, in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death when we light the candle of hope and we celebrate the first Sunday of Advent about the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, this is the hope that there is no condemnation that through Jesus Christ we have forgiveness of sin, that we have been reconciled to God through His Son, Jesus Christ. And even though We are born in sin. It is the blood of Jesus Christ that washes us white as snow. And it is in Him we have hope. Even in the Old Testament, David in Psalms proclaims, for I know where my hope comes from. It comes from the Lord. That is why we say Jesus is our hope. It is only through Him that we have hope. It is only through Him that we have forgiveness of sin. Without Jesus, there is no hope. Then the second candle we light is the candle of peace. Jesus is our peace. Romans 5.1 Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, because of sin, we are made enemies with God. There is a division placed between us and the Most Holy God because of sin. And that was not His intent. That is not why He created us. He created us to have a relationship with Him. I believe it's the philosopher Descartes that says that we are made with a God-shaped vacuum in our soul. And though we can try to fill it with everything else, Women, men, money, food, uh, alcohol, sex. It doesn't matter. Anything that we try to fill that void, it doesn't fill the emptiness. And it's only through that justification through the blood of Jesus Christ that we are filled and we are able to be at peace with God. It is only through Jesus Christ that we can know peace. What does it say in the New Testament? That through Him we have a peace that passes understanding. We can't explain it. We can't put our finger on it, but we know who it comes from. And that is Jesus Christ. And then we say Jesus is our joy the third candle that we light. John fifteen ten through 11 says this, If you keep My commands, you will abide in My love, just as I have kept My Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I have spoken to you that, you, that My joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. You see... Joy and happiness are not the same thing. I know a lot of people that have a joy that passes anything that can even be construed as happiness. Happiness comes and goes. You know... When you have a death of a loved one that you know is a believer in Jesus Christ. That is not a happy time, is it? There is nobody by any shape of imagination can say it's a happy time. But there is a joy there that cannot be gotten rid of. My dad died in May. It was a sad time. There was a lot of tears. And it's still sad. I go every day wanting to pick up that phone and call Him. And I can't. But you know what? There is the joy because I know that He's not hurting anymore. I know that His legs work now. I know that He's not dealing with the Parkinson's anymore because of His faith in Jesus Christ. And on that night early in the morning when He stopped breathing here and He closed His eyes in death, He opened them in the presence of His Savior. And that is a joy that overshadows any unhappiness because you know that Jesus is real. There's a lot of people that don't understand that in our world today. That it's only through Jesus Christ that you can find real joy. They think we can get it from somebody else and we can't. Yes, people can make you happy, but only Jesus can bring you true joy. And then finally, Jesus is our love. The fourth candle that we light is the candle of love. Ephesians 3, 14-19 says this, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that He would grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Guys, you understand what Paul is writing here? The height, the depth, the width, the breadth of God's love. And everything that's written in the New Testament about the love of God can be summed up in one little verse. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever should believeth in Him should not perish. But have everlasting life. The moment that the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and announced to her that she was going to have a son, that was God's love in action. the moment the angels declared to the shepherds that the Messiah had been born, God's love became a reality. And we so misunderstand when we say and we read the verses out of 1 John or in the epistles of John that God is love. Oh, how the world loves to misquote and misinterpret that verse. God is love. No. That is not what that means. It meant that that little baby would grow into a man. His hands rough from manual labor being the son of a carpenter that sat there and refused to defend himself, being accused of blaspheming, being spit upon, taking a beating that was meant to kill him. His flesh laid open. His hand And I've told you this many times that when they would crucify somebody, they would tie a rope around their wrist and they would pull it a lot of times, dislocating their shoulders to get that hand and hold that hand down where they could nail that to the beam. But I can see Jesus laying there and He just throws His hands out like this. And the soldiers really not having to do anything except hit that hammer. All of that that He endured was because of His love for us. And He didn't want to have to endure it. We know that because of the prayer He prayed in the garden. If there be any other way, let this cup depart from Me. But then He says, but not My will, but Thy will be done. And it was God's love for His creation. God's love for the unlovable that put Him in that manger, that put Him on that cross. And thank God, it was because of the love for us that He rose Him again on the third day. And it was His love for us that He ascended into heaven to prepare a place for us. And it's because of God's love for us for those that have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, it's because of His love that He's going to return the same way with a shout of the archangel and a blast of the trumpet. It is because of His love for us. And that love, that joy, that peace, and that hope is all because of Jesus Christ. That last candle that we normally light on Christmas Day is the Christ candle. It represents all of that. The source of all of that is Jesus Christ. I would love to be able to say that everybody in this congregation has honestly came to a place in their life where they have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. But I also notice statistics. And I know that less than 75% of members of churches actually know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. What a great way to celebrate Christmas. Then coming to know. Jesus Christ, the babe that was born and placed in the manger, that grew up to be the man that hung on the cross for our sins to be the perfect sacrifice. What better way to celebrate Christmas than coming to know Him as your Savior? That's what we're going to do right now, is give you that opportunity that if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, we're going to sing one verse. Don't wait. This is your opportunity to come and come to know Him as your Savior. As we stand and sing one verse of Away in the Manger, this is your invitation to come to know Jesus Christ. Prepare for communion. Could you move that over there? Just up on the cross in front of the tree, please. Thank you. As Jesus and his disciples were celebrating Passover. They were in the upper room. And Jesus took the cup and the bread as is common in celebrating Passover, but He did something different. He took the bread and He said, this is My body that is broken for you. Take and eat. And He passed it around. serve the people Dear lord thank you for your body that is broken for us as it says in the old testament by his stripes you are healed we thank you for your broken body in jesus name we pray amen and then he said that after he blessed it he said take and eat And then he took the cup of Elijah and he said, this is my blood that is spilt for you. The Bible says when he took the cup, he blessed it. The blessed Lord, Jesus say, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your blood that was spilled for us, dear Lord. The shedding of your blood gave us forgiveness of sins. This in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. And when he had blessed it, he said, take and drink. as we have lit the candles, you deacons would get your candles. The Bible says that when they had finished, they sang hymns and went out. But Jesus also tells us that He is the light of man. And that a city on a hill cannot be hid. So before we leave, we have to realize one person that has the light of Christ in their lives Really doesn't make a lot of difference in the great scheme of things. But, Jerry, do you mind turning those lights off over there? Miss Pat, would you mind turning those lights? I got to be careful, I can't breathe on the candle. But we have to realize that when we start talking to others about Christ and taking the Gospel of Jesus Christ with us and sharing it with other people and igniting the light of Christ in their lives, that it begins to brighten the entire room. And as our deacons come down and light candles, pass it to the person next to you until we have every candle in this sanctuary lit.
3: As we're lighting our candles, let us Today,
0: stand. Y- waiting, and just in a
3: moment, we're going to sing Silent Night.
0: Lit, <mumbles> just lift them up. Thank you for being here. Merry Christmas. And Pastor Chad is going to dismiss us in prayer.
1: Heavenly Father, thank You so much for this day. We get to worship together. Praise You together. Celebrate the birth of our Savior. Lord, we lit our candles today. I pray that we don't let it stop there. We go out into the world. And we light a light, we light a fire under everybody we see for the love and joy of Jesus and Christmas. And just as we continue through this year, Lord, to celebrate and praise Him in everything that we do. Lord, I pray for the families as we go out, for their safety, for the joy of this Christmas season, for maybe families who are... Celebrate Christmas for the first time without a loved one, Lord. I pray for their comfort and their peace and that they're able to find joy in this Christmas season. Lord, keep us safe as we go out. Help us to like I said, help us again, Lord, carry the gospel everywhere we go. All this I ask in the name of your son Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas.
0: You may put your blown out candles in the basket on your way out. Merry Christmas.